Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. Hey, my friends, welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am your confidence strategist here to help you uncover what it would look like to live life how you want to rather than how you think you should. And I just have to preface this with saying that I have been sick for this last week, and I wanted to record the show earlier this week, and my voice wouldn't go for it. So I'm a little raspy, and I'm so sorry, Um, but don't skip this one, because today we're going to be talking about really good stuff. I have some exciting announcements first, and then we're going to talk about how to stop a craving in its tracks and maintain your sanity. So in other words, how to say yes to yourself and to not feel restricted. Because oftentimes when we think about cravings, we think about restriction and saying no to the craving or giving in to the craving and feeling guilty. And it just launches this whole crazy cycle. And I see this so often in my clients, in my small groups, in the community. I see this happening over and over again. So we're going to get there. We're going to talk about that. But I first want to start with a couple of announcements. So, so exciting. If you are local to Portland and you want to come and do a free personal styling session with me at the Mary Rose Northwest Boutique, I am now doing those by appointment only. So they were available all day Saturdays, but it's hard to break away on Saturdays. So I have opened up my schedule and I have a couple of spots during the week. So if you're interested in that, make sure you send me an email, kim at captivatinglyconfident.com, and let's find a time to get you in. Those are free styling sessions that have no minimum purchase. You just come in to the boutique and we play, and it's so much fun. If you are not local, that's cool too. We can definitely do it online, and it is so much fun to do it online. We do a Zoom room with just you and I, and I show you the different outfits that I put together for you. You can pick whichever you would like, and you get free shipping, and anything that you don't like or doesn't fit well, return it, no issues. So it's a really great way to expand your style and try new clothes, and oh my gosh, there's so much good stuff in the boutique right now. There's this like cotton romper. Oh, and it's like stretchy and soft, and it's so nice. It's gray and white striped. And if you're following on Instagram, I posted pictures of it the other day. Girl, this romper is life, okay? You need this romper in your life. It's amazing. Okay, I digress. That's close. If you are interested in doing personal styling outside of the boutique, I definitely have options for that. And you can find that over on my website, captivatinglyconfident.com backslash radiance. And you can also find the other services that I offer there as well, including personal training, closet cleanouts, and nutrition coaching. And those are all available there. And if you have questions, again, email me. So the other thing that I'm really excited about, 
So I want to answer some questions on the podcast. So I get a lot of emails throughout the week asking different questions about nutrition or about confidence or body image. And I thought it would be really fun to start off each podcast episode spending about five minutes answering questions from the community and from clients. So if you have a question that you would like to hear addressed on the show, I would love to do that. So you can send those to Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com and I have a special folder all set up for those questions and each week I will field one of those and we'll just talk about them. And it'll be really, really good. You can be anonymous or I can say your name, whichever way you want to go. So that's something that I want to start doing and I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be good. Also, I'm really excited. I have a great five-day challenge called Reveal Your Radiance, How to Uncover What Dulls Your Shine in Five Days. So it's going to be a free five-day challenge that I am working on right now, and that's going to launch next week. So if you're not on my email list, you need to be. Got to get on my email list. That is going to be pivotal. So if you head over to the website, captivatinglyconfident.com, and you grab the free guide that right as you open up the page, there's a button at the top that says, get my free guide. That's my roadmap to becoming captivatingly confident. It's an amazing guide. Holy guacamole. It lays out the process that I use with my clients as far as the mindset side of becoming confident. And that can be yours absolutely free by heading over to the website. Grab that. That'll put you on the email list so you'll be one of the first people to know about all the amazing happenings in Captivatingly Confident, as well as this free five-day challenge. I'm so excited to launch it. It is going to be amazing, like life-changing. So make sure you're on that email list or that you're in the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group. You can type in Captivatingly Confident Community on Facebook. It'll pop right up. And that you're following on Instagram at Kim.Ludeman. I post a lot of stuff on there as well. So those are the exciting announcements. And there's so many more. I just, oh, it's so hard not to like spill the beans. But there's big stuff coming, my friends. Big stuff. So make sure that you're tuned into that. Okay, so let's talk about how to stop a craving in its tracks. How do you do this thing? How do you stop a craving? especially one that just like gnaws at you. Do you know what I'm talking about? You're trying so hard to be good, right? Air quotes, good, and not have this thing that you're craving. And you're just like, I just, oh, I just need it. I want it, right? What is it for you? Is it chocolate? (laughs) Is it something salty, crunchy? Like what is that thing that you crave? Is it pizza? Is it beer? Is it wine? What is it that you just long for? You just crave it. Bread. That's a big one, right? That came out of nowhere, by the way. Just like I heard the collective in that moment say, bread. I miss bread. And I crave it. And cravings, where they come from, it's really interesting. There's a number of different ways that cravings manifest themselves and different reasons that they do. But the biggest one is because we put labels on food, right? Good or bad, healthy, unhealthy, can have, can't have, should have, shouldn't have. And when you put labels on food, 
you create judgment around that food, especially ones that are the bad side, right? The unhealthy and the bad, the ones you can't have, the ones you shouldn't have, right? That creates a judgment. And when you have those foods, it is immediately followed by guilt, right? Immediately, as soon as you're done, you're like, oh man, I can't believe I gave in again. I can't believe I gave in to my craving. I can't believe I ate this bad food. And if you do that enough times, what happens is, is that you move from a place of feeling like, oh, I did this bad thing to a place of, I am bad. I can't stop doing this thing. And that's called shame. And when you become ashamed of your choices and ashamed of your behavior, that makes it even worse. It like perpetuates this crazy cycle of needing this thing, fighting it, and giving in. And there's a whole psychology behind being addicted to that crazy cycle. But today we're not going to get into that. We're going to get into the the positive side of this, of how to stop this from happening. And the labels are huge. And identifying the labels that you have and owning them, right? It's like, oh, well, I know this food isn't bad, but, you know, it's you have to define it. I think this food is bad. Where did that come from? Was that something that you were taught growing up? Is it something you read in a magazine, a part of a dieting protocol that you've done? Where did it come from? Identifying the label and where it came from will give you so much more power over that food. Because what happens with labels is that you give them the power. You give the the label and the food all of your ability to choose and make choices that you feel good about. And I've talked before about the power-stealing roles of food, and emotional eating is a huge part of that when we eat from a place of reaction. We talked about this a couple podcast episodes ago about reactively eating versus responsively eating, and cravings are a huge part of that. Okay, so we label foods good, bad, healthy, unhealthy, can't have, can have, shouldn't have, should have. Right? Especially the should haves, right? I was in a nutrition consult the other day and my client said, you know, I know I should be eating more vegetables. And I was like, should you? That's interesting. Where did that come from? Why do you think you should be eating more vegetables? And it was an interesting conversation. It really was. And I think a lot of us have this notion that we need to be eating certain foods. And it's just not, it's not true. Some, for some people, more vegetables will actually wreck their gut and cause bowel issues. And they have to be very selective about the kinds of vegetables. And there's also guilt, right? Instead of craving a bag of carrots, craving a bag of Cheetos instead and feeling like I should choose the carrots, but I really want the Cheetos. What is that? What's that all about? And again, that goes way back to the labels. How were those foods viewed by you, by your family, by your friends, by culture, by society, right? These labels are critical. And that is what drives a lot of the cravings. There are other reasons, physiological reasons, biological reasons. You're hardwired for sugar, my friend. Just... (laughs) 
(sighs) Let yourself off the hook for your sugar cravings, okay? You're going to want sugar. That will always be something for you. You will not ever reach a place where you're like, I don't crave sugar. Yes, you do because you would die without it. You need it in your life. And there are lots of ways that you get it, but we, we demonize sugar. We're like, sugar is the devil. It's the worst. Causes obesity and diabetes and weight gain. And it's, that's hardly part of the problem. It really is. 99% of all health issues, I'm going to say, are mental. So much of it is how you view food, how you think about it, how you relate to it, and how you eat it. What you eat is almost relative, almost. And these are some pretty big extreme statements out there, and I'm sure lots of you are like, whoa, what? Kim's lost her mind. She's crazy. But just hear me out on this. If you want to stop your cravings, it's all in your brain, okay? It's all in your brain, and it's all in how you think about it. And so the next time that you have a craving, here's what you do. If it's in your house, even better. I am a huge advocate of not setting yourself up for struggle and having foods that are trigger foods. Trigger foods are foods that you just, you overeat on consistently, that you have no stop spot for, that you just like, like chips, you know, it's like you can eat the whole bag and candies and things like that. Put those out of your sight line if they're in your house. And better yet, don't even have them in your house. But when you get a little bit further along the line, or maybe you have a spouse that's not supportive of that, or a family that's like, uh, yeah, right, we're not getting rid of this, and you have it in the house, that works too. Because say you're craving a cookie. You're like, yes, there's a box of cookies in the pantry. I know exactly where they are. I want a cookie. I need it. Maybe you're scrolling social media and it just comes out of nowhere. You're like cookies. Or you're watching TV and you're like cookies. Or you're outside for a walk or you're reading a book. Wherever you are, when it happens, you get that craving, right? That urge. And you try to fight it, right? Because you're trying to be good. You're trying to do something good for your body and your mind. And you know giving into cravings just means you're going to give into another craving later. And you try so hard. Maybe you go for a walk. Maybe you uh, occupy your hands with something. Maybe you actually leave your house. And the craving is still there. And you're like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, how much more water can I drink? How much like protein can I eat? I just I need this thing. And what I want you to do when that happens is I want you to first give in mentally. What would it feel like? To open that bag or that box of cookies and to sit down and to just slowly savor each bite as the chocolate melts in your mouth if they're chocolate cookies or how the cookie crumbles and dissolves. Maybe you dunk it in some milk. Like play out the fantasy. Let it take up a little bit of space. Let it feel a little indulgent, a little naughty. What would it be like? Go through the whole process. You eat the whole cookie, the thing's gone. It was amazing. It tasted so good. Maybe it was really crunchy. Maybe it was really chewy. Mmm. And you lick your lips and you're like, yeah. Do you reach for another one? Or are you good there? Think it through. What would it be like to then 
put the package away and save the cookies. Or flip side, what would it be like to eat until you can't eat any more cookies? Maybe you totally binge out and it's just one cookie after another, after another, or maybe it's just two or three. What's it going to be like to fold up the package and put it away? Are you going to feel, how are you going to feel? Are you going to feel energized? Are you going to feel motivated? Are you going to feel satisfied? Or are you going to feel guilty? Worse, are you going to feel shameful? Like, great, I did it again. I can't break the cycle. How are you going to feel? And this is a critical process to think through. Because if it's suddenly all about just like, nope, I can't eat the cookie, maybe I'll reach for something healthy instead. So you're sitting there like chomping on an apple and you're like, I just want cookies, crunch, 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 I just want cookies. You actually end up eating more that way because eventually you give in to the craving because you're just fighting, right? You're just fighting it. And you're not allowing yourself to have what it is that you want. And you have to recognize you want the cookie. Own it. It's okay. It's not bad to want cookies. It's not bad to want chips. It's not bad to want what you want. What you want. Honor your wants. Acknowledge them. Let them be there. They're there for a reason. They're there to let you know something's up. Because oftentimes when we're craving something, there's something else going on. Because we often use food to medicate or to help us avoid uncomfortable emotions like boredom, fear, loneliness, struggle, anxiety, depression, frustration, anger, sadness, celebration even. We use food to celebrate emotions, to bury them. We use it. And maybe it's not food for you. Maybe it's shopping. Maybe it's alcohol. Maybe it's other things. We all have a vice. We all have a way of coping with these emotions. And by trying to pretend like you don't, you are doing yourself a disservice. Recognize, I want the cookie. I want it. And let yourself walk through it mentally. How are you going to feel when you put the cookies away? Think past the act. Slow down time. When we have cravings, This weird time thing happens. Am I right? Do you know what I'm talking about here? This phenomenon where time just like rapid fire shoots by. It's so fast. You're just like, cookie, need it right now. Okay, gonna have it. And then you eat it really super fast. Maybe you you eat it in secret. Maybe you just like stand in the pantry with the bag open and you're just eating the cookie over the bag and you're like, chop, 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 chop. And then you reach for another one and it's fast. It's right. It's reactive. It's impulsive. It's fast. The secret is to slowing it down. Slow your roll, sister. Slow down. You're worth it. There's time. There's time. Somebody catches you in the pantry with your hand in a bag of cookies. What's going to happen? Slow down. Take a moment. Think through the process. What is it going to feel like to sit down and savor this cookie? Or what is it going to feel like to shove your face real quick in the pantry? What is it going to feel like? How's it going to taste? And then how are you going to feel after you put the package away or throw it away? How are you going to feel? You have to think 
five minutes ahead. Just five minutes. And that's all you have to do is think it through. Ask yourself the questions. Give yourself the time. And think about what you really want here. What's really going on for you? Cravings are very rarely related to actual physical hunger. 90% of the time, it's all in your head. I often talk about with my clients the difference between head hunger and gut hunger. Gut hunger is that just gnawing in your stomach that's just like, oh, I feel empty. I have no energy and I feel like I need some fuel. And a craving is, I just ate a few hours ago, but I really want this thing. And it's usually not broccoli or vegetables. It's usually something that comforts. Because again, that craving is coming from a place of of needing something. And the reason that the craving is so strong is because of the labels that we apply. So understanding what is what's going to happen when you indulge in this food. And then once you're on the other side of that, whether you give in or you don't, I want you to think about what's happening for you emotionally, mentally, physically. Are you in pain? Are you feeling anxious? Is there tension in your body? Are you having a hard time getting a deep breath? Are you feeling frantic? Are you feeling emotional? What is the feeling that's driving the craving? And sometimes we can't deal with that until we've dealt with the actual craving. And that's why I want you to let that fantasy play out. Let yourself go through the motions of eating it and thinking about afterward. And then you can go to the place of, okay, what's really going on for me right now? And chances are you already know. I hear this a lot. Well, Kim, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. You kind of do. Because your brain was already working five steps ahead. It's like it sensed that there was something going on. Anxiety or depression or frustration, anger, sadness, loneliness. And it was like, quick, we don't want to feel that. You need something to distract. You need some sugary something or some salty, carby something to avoid this feeling. And you know, it's already there. And so you can do a couple of things here. You can journal. That is an amazing way to transfer that anxious energy out of your body by writing. You can type. You can call a friend. You can talk to a partner or spouse. But acknowledge that feeling. Because if you don't, here's the thing. If you don't acknowledge what is driving that craving, it'll be back. It'll be back. And you can do all the 21-day sugar fixes and the whole 30s and the elimination diets. You can do all those to break your cravings temporarily. But when it really comes down to it, what's going on for you? And if you don't identify what's going on for you, the struggle will continue. And it's exhausting, friend. It takes so much energy to fight your cravings. So much energy. And this is a a complicated topic, cravings are, but this is kind of the like jumping ahead. Like there's a lot of work that you can do before this, but this is kind of the like silver bullet of beating cravings. Let yourself play out the fantasy. Think about what it's going to feel like physically, emotionally, mentally. Think about it all the way through. What's it going to feel like 
five or 10 minutes after you're done? What's it going to feel like? What's coming for you? And then after that, okay, what, what's driving this craving? Am I scrolling social media and it's making me feel bad about myself? Am I bored? Am I lonely? Am I mad or anxious? Am I feeling isolated? What is causing this thing for you? And by doing those series of steps, you can start to stop your cravings. Because you're doing the hard work of figuring out what's driving them and what it's going to feel like. And this is so critical, friends. It's so, 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 so important, this work. And I will tell you, it can be challenging on your own. It can be. So if you need help, this is why the Captivatingly Confident community on Facebook exists. This is why it's there. If you're struggling with this, comment in the group. Get some support without judgment. If you need more help, if you need some one-on-one loving, sounds funny. If you need some real support and someone to walk you through this process, that's what I'm here for. That's what my job is. But get some help if you need it, if you get stuck in this process. It does take a few times to really get a good rhythm. At first, it can be kind of time-consuming as you're like thinking all this through. And as you get better and better at getting in touch with your feelings and where you feel it in your body, the process becomes so much quicker. And it doesn't take as long. I promise. And when you can kind of master this and realize what's happening for yourself, you will feel so freaking empowered. You will feel so free from your cravings. Even if you do have them, you can go through this process like super fast and come out the other side feeling empowered instead of guilty, free instead of chained and restricted. And that, my friends, is worth it. It's worth every second of letting these uncomfortable feelings take up some space. Because I used to do this. I used to give in to my cravings. I used to binge on all the things. And I would eat the, un- the healthy, air quotes, healthy foods to avoid eating the unhealthy foods. And I'd end up eating them both. I did that for years. I did that, friends. And it took a lot of time by myself to figure out what was happening. And now I know what was happening and I know how to help other people through it. So trust me on this one. If you want to stop your cravings in their tracks, this is what you do. Okay? (sighs) Deep breath. You got this, girl. You've got it. And I want to hear how it goes for you. Practice this the next time you have a craving and then pop over in the confident, captivatingly confident Facebook group. Tell us how it went, how we can support you, and what you experienced. We want to know. We want to walk with you. Okay? Thank you so much for listening. I hope that your week is amazing, full of freedom, empowerment, and confidence. I'll see you next week.